Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? This is your boy, Isaac. And this is your boy, Bryce. And we are Brothers on Tennis. And folks, we're coming at you after the Labor Cup. And man, oh, man. (laughs) 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 That Labor Cup is just, man, it's kind of like my jaw right now. Just numb. (laughs) It's just numb, y'all. Brother had to go to the dentist, was just thinking he was going to get a cleaning done. And they said, you got a cracked tooth and we got to give you a crown and we're going to just work your mouth around. So that's that's how Team World felt, bro. <laughs> they just got worked around. Wasn't even expecting it. <laughs> Wait a minute. How could you not expect it? Remember the day. Hold on. Yeah. Remember yeah. the day they came out with the lineups? <laughs> True. Yes. And everybody, lo- everybody looked at the lineup. They were like, really? <laughs> I mean, Team Europe got six out of the top ten players, and mm-hmm. and and Team World got zero out of the top ten players. Zero, zero bro. <laughs> I mean, and, and, and remember, our whole big surprise was that Russia wasn't included in Asia. Right, right. That would have but, definitely balanced things out if they had. Oh, a whole bunch, a whole bunch. But anyway, we are going to get to Labor Cup because we've got some things to say yes. about that. But yes, we but do. we want to acknowledge that there was some other tennis that actually happened last That's week. True. So we let's go ahead and acknowledge what went on in the other part of the world. And we'll start off with the yes. men because I want to start off with this Astana Open because this is the one where we were kind of looking at, okay, our boy Karatsev, you know, he ain't really been doing a whole lot, you know, lately. And so here's the first time he's the top seed Mm -hmm. of an event. There really wasn't anybody in there that we thought he really needed to be worried about, you know, and Ruzavari Mm -hmm. got up on him and be like, this is not the Australian Open. <laughs> so here's the thing, Bryce. Uh someone is at risk of uh falling off of the uh the main squad oh. and falling to JB. Oh, yes, yes. Because he is just I-, I need for him to go sit down. So I don't even know if he's scheduled to be at Indian Wells. I kind of hope he's not. I, I need- he's playing Isaac, he is playing this week in San Diego. See, see, I need him to go sit down somewhere. I need him to really honestly, you know, be like Fed, be like Serena, close it down for the year, go on ahead and work out your deals, work out whatever deal you're going to get, Adidas, Nike, whoever, because you know he ain't right. got no deals because he's got, got, still wearing them plain shirts. Right. So he needs to go and sit down, work out your deal, and get yourself right for 2022 because to me, Karatsev is just not there. He's not mentally there. His game is not there. It just ain't nothing there. And he is at risk of really, really falling off the squad. He really is. Well, well, you know what he's experiencing right now? What's that, bro? That he can get in any tournament. He gonna get that little early money. He get them little <laughs> early points. He's not used to getting that. He like that's he true. like this easy. Shoot, <laughs> he, he might be getting a couple of appearance fees. Yes, you you're right. He could possibly be. You know, so he was like, "This is good for me." But I, but let me echo what you're saying. This is where I've lined him out for me right now. So he's on my varsity squad, okay. right? Mm-hmm. I need for him to show up and to show out at Indian Wells. Yeah. If he does See, not, it, if he does not show out at Indian Wells, 
There are a mm-hmm. couple people in the JV squad that are looking like, you know what? Because I'm telling you what, Cam Norrie been looking at me in my mouth for a while. <laughs> like, dude, what else I got to do? Right. What else I got to right. do? Right. You know? So. Tell, yeah. Yeah. And we'll talk about your other JV squad folks as well, because Hands might be trying to make his way to your varsity squad. He, hey, look, he, he trying to get there. He trying to mm-hmm. get there. Um because I'm gonna tell you what, Bryce, you and and I don't know about y'all folks if y'all heard about this, but Bryce, Bryce's two JV players, uh, Davidovich mm-hmm. Fokina and Basilashvili, played a match. Yep. And I'm gonna tell you what, Bryce, that <laughs> match, them bitches must have known that you they was fighting for a spot because <laughs> they were the players of tennis, bro. They was players of tennis, and that Basilashvili was, a good match. was like, yeah, wasn't it though? But see, last video was like, "Bitch, this is my spot. You better get out of the way." <laughs> I'm telling you, oh, man. And you know what? That was, wait a minute. Hold on. No, that wasn't even this tournament. We don't. We, oh, and that's right. It wasn't. See, I'm bouncing all around, y'all. I'm sorry. That's all right. It's a Nova. It's a Nova King. It's just a Nova. We got King, you. Y'all. It is. But but okay. So staying with the Astana Open. You know. Yeah. Let's stay with Astana. I'm sorry. Karana Karasev did the right thing and beat the bye. In the first round, he he, <laughs> he did that, and then Rusevori mm-hmm. got up on him. So then right, he was right. gone, and then mm-hmm. we ended up having like, you know, in the semis, Vashka and Duckworth and uh, this Sun Wu Kwan and Bublik, and it's like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if anybody called those semis in that final, I, I, y'all need to go play the lottery because right. that, that's outstanding. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and if anybody picked Quan hmm. to win this tournament, hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah, you, you're, doing, you're doing big things if you, if you did that. If you picked him, you're doing big things. But you know what? Shout out to him. I saw his, you know, when he mm-hmm. won match point mm-hmm. and he fell on the ground. And even though I typically don't like that, uh, you know, <laughs> that would actually seem genuine, which means it seemed legit. You know, yeah. only that happens only about 5% of the time. So, <laughs> you know, shout out to him. You know, his first tour win, I think. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. First tour win, and, first tour title. And, uh, you know, I'm not going to hate on him. I'm happy for him. Um, Hey, maybe he can be on Team World next year. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> you just never know. There's so much that that we need to unpack as it relates to that labor cup. But let's yeah, keep it going. Right. So now let's <laughs> take it over to the tournament that you were talking about, which was the Moselle Open yes. in Metz, France, and this one is the That's one that actually stayed. To course, mm-hmm. pretty true. much. Straight true to course. Uh, mm-hmm. But as you stated, uh, you know, I had two JV people that are going at it with Basilashvili and Davidovich Davidovich Fokina. And I thought mm-hmm. Davidovich Fokina, after he gave him that bagel in the first set, I thought, oh, man, he about to run right. through him. And <laughs> Basilashvili was like, no, nah, friend. Mm-hmm. Nah, friend, I'm just getting these hands warmed up. You're not ready. Right. Um, <laughs> so shout out to him. But shout out to Mo Fish for stepping up and then yeah. taking Basilis Feely out. Exactly. I, you know what? I'm telling you what, yo. I really do believe that the whole marriage life and kind of getting himself settled, he's beginning to look a little bit like old Monfils. He really, really is. He played some good tournament. He played some good he tennis is. this week, I have to say. 
And to lose right. the PCB, ain't, ain't no shame in that. He's a number There's no shame in that. He was number two C. It was what was kind of supposed to happen, quote unquote. So and it was seven five seven six. So mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. you know that was a good showing. So yeah, so I'm not gonna bag on him. He made a seating and right. and, and did that's his right. thing. So that's that's great. And then in the finals, we had one versus two, mm-hmm. and and you know. Her catch was like, look, I took out Andy Murray in this tournament, so I'm sure I ain't about to lose to no PCB. <laughs> exactly. He's like, ain't nobody scared of no PCB. No. You might be trying to get up on Djokovic a little bit, but your game does not scare me one bit. No. And sh- double shout out to Herkic because he also won the doubles title. That's right. That's right. I'll tell you what, man. Hubie, like I said, Hubie has earned his spot on my team. I, I have been watching that young man for a very, very long time. And just his game is quite understated as is he, as is, you know, his personality, but overall Mm -hmm. he can play some ball. And I guarantee you, he is going to very soon be scrapping to get his spot in that top 10. Well, let's tell you, he, I think he's locked his way into the final eight. Hasn't he? Oh, well, I know that there were four people kind of fighting for that spot. And I think he was either seven or eight. So he was eight, okay. and that was before they counted him winning this tournament. Mm, okay. So okay. I mean, I guess somebody else could catch him, especially if they go win Indian Wells or whatever. But but right. he's looking good to to make mm-hmm. the the year end championships, which I don't know at the beginning of the year I had him in my top eight. No, I, I definitely did not. I definitely did not. So um, I'm I'm really proud of Hebe Hercouch. He's 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 putting some things together, man. He I like him. He really is. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's bounce over to the women real quick. They had a couple yeah. of tournaments going on. They had that, um, you know, that community tournament up in Columbus, Ohio. <laughs> no, no, they did really, you know, where they were trying yeah. to give, you know, all these Americans an opportunity and they still couldn't get it done. Uh, cause in the finals right. you had, uh, uh, what is that? Shang Wang, Shen Wang against, uh, Diaz. Mm. And Diaz, who Diaz, who I've never yeah. heard of before, for Rizos Diaz, but I guess that's why she's playing in the community tournament. Uh, <laughs> she took that win, but right. who did not win was Coco Vandeweghe, Madison Bringle, Lauren Davis, um, you know, Asia Muhammad, <laughs> you know, Haley Baptiste, mm-hmm. Haley Baptiste, yeah. Jamie Loeb, you know, mm-hmm. none of the American women. Uh, the one that made it the furthest was actually uh, Coco Vandeweghe. She made it to the semifinals. Um, mm. <laughs> but good, good for her. And so, anyway, the um, shout out to Diaz. You know, she's uh, yeah, no, exactly. You know, she she you know, good for like you said, the community tournament. Good for her for showing up and and getting that win. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that at all. Now we did have mm. a five hundred level tournament going on in Ostrava, who which is once again the hometown of Ivan Lindel. Shout out. Yvonne. Um, <laughs> and this was a good tournament as well. Um, you know, we had the, you know, three of the top four seeds made it to the semifinal. Vincic uh, was the only one that didn't make right. it, losing out to Contivate. But uh, yeah, the mm-hmm. eventual the winner, eventual but winner. we had what uh, the matchup of Sakari and Sviatek in the semis, uh, which now were you surprised that Sakari took out mm-hmm. Sviatek? 
Honestly, no, because she had won their previous match. So, so I was, I was pretty much thinking that Sakari was going to get up there and, and kind of do her thing. And, and she did. Yeah. Straight sets too. It was, it was pretty impressive. Now tell me you weren't surprised when Kanteve put that bagel on, uh, Kavitova. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? Once again, Bryce, this is an example of where you have a young lady that just gets inspired at a tournament. I mean, if you mm-hmm. look at who Kanteve beat out. I mean, like I said, first round, Kirstea. Kirstea can play some good tennis when she wants to. Mm-hmm. That's stuff. We yep. already know how awesome uh, Badosa is. And so she took her out. And then she takes out Benches, gold, gold, gold medal, you know, winner, Kvitova, Grand Slam champion. And then to get up in there and, and, and just jump up on Sakari, she, she had a week. She, she just had one of those weeks where her game was, was, was right. And, and, and she, she just did what she needed to do. And I thought it was extremely, um, you know, I, I thought it was awesome because I like Contivate. I like her game. Yeah. I like her little right. grunt that sounds kind of like a sneeze. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> right. So right. I really, really like that young lady. And, and, and like I said, she, she showed out. She earned that victory this week. I thought it was incredible. Yeah, like you said, having taken out Bedosa, Bencic, Kvitova, and Sakari, I mean, she she was trying to do her best Layla Fernandez impersonation, <laughs> you know? Right, exactly. <laughs> she was. So, shout out to her. What a good win. 500-level tournament. You, you know, that's, that's amazing. Okay, Absolutely. so, once again, shout out to all the winners from last week. Let us get mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to... This past weekend, Ooh, so much, so much to unpack. So let's start from the beginning. Let's start from the beginning, and and we talked about this at the top of the show. Mm-hmm. We knew the day that they came out with the lineups that right. there was trouble in the water. <laughs> there was trouble in the water. There was there was trouble, and yes. you know I didn't think. It was going to be this much trouble. <laughs> but let's just take it match by match. All right. Let's do it, bro. So, let's do it. day one, mm-hmm. Rude takes out Opelka 6376. Yes. Talk yeah. to me. I, so, and you know what? And I was, I don't know, man, because I really thought Rude was, I mean, not Rude, but Opelka, because, you know, y'all know Opelka is on my JV squad. I like the kid. Mm-hmm. He's he's tall, he's gangly, he's goofy, you know. But I I I like him, I, I do. So he's on my JV squad. I don't see I don't see me mm-hmm. uh, me kicking him off anytime soon. But you know that Casper Ruud, he had beaten him before, and so there's something about Riley's game that apparently he likes. <laughs> I, I, right, and 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 he did. You know, he he took advantage of that. I was hoping that Riley would have gotten through that second set. And taking it to that match tiebreaker, but unfortunately, he just uh, you know he he. I feel like he didn't. He wasn't able to step up at the critical juncture, and you're going to hear that repeatedly throughout our discussion. Um, he did not <laughs> right. step up, and unfortunately, Casper was like, you know, I, I, I'm you know, I I got all types of uh, confidence right now, so I, I'm gonna go and get this victory and walk away and. That's kind of what he did. What, what were your thoughts on that one, bro? Well, you know what? I, I think Casper said it in the post-match interview. He said, you know, with Riley, his goal was just to block his serve back. 
Lock his because server. I mm-hmm. think he knew once it got into a rally, he had the advantage. Yep. And, right. you know, so right. he wasn't trying to swing out on the returns. He just wanted to get it back in play. Uh, pulled a page right mm-hmm. out of Roger Federer's, you know, book, you know, yeah. against yeah. like an Andy exactly. Roddy. You know, just get the ball in play. And then once the play, mm-hmm. once the point gets started, I have the advantage. Now, this to me right. was the start of the of the trouble raising his ugly head out the water because this was one of the matches that I thought <laughs> Team World needed to win early to kind of exactly set the, mm-hmm. to set mm-hmm. a stage of okay we we are gonna battle here you know I had actually exactly. even thought that today I predicted online that at the end of day one when I first saw the matchup that it was gonna be two two. Hmm. Hmm. So I thought that I thought the same. Right. I really did. Mm-hmm. So that did not go like Team World won. So okay, no, no. So, and, go and ahead. just really quickly mm-hmm. about Riley. Riley, in my opinion, needs to play. And I and I know you're going to laugh because I, you know, but I, I feel like he needs to honestly play more like John Isner because John, to me, was playing super aggressive tennis when he was playing against Vera. Mm, he gotcha. was just hitting out. He was just hitting out on everything and i know we're gonna get to that match Mm -hmm. but i just want to say that i just feel like riley needs to take a page out of that book and just and really just lay into shots and play big man tennis had he done that i think he would have had a better shot of taking that match or taking that yeah taking that match gotcha yeah okay so now team world i mean sorry team europe i won't make Mm -hmm. that mistake again is uh (laughs) one zero so we go to the next match. We have mm. Berrettini against FAA. We know that they're great friends. Their girlfriends are cousins. Yep. They vacation together. They practice together. And FAA mm-hmm. actually got up on them the last time they played. That's so right. yes, I actually thought, although FAA had a chance, I kind of felt like Berrettini probably had a little more incentive Hmm. Uh, after taking that that last loss to Felix. But this was a great match. I mean, the 10-8 and the third set. I mean, what what did you think? Same thing, bro. I thought it was an incredible match. That, to me, was probably – I considered that one to be the best match of the day, even though I know the doubles was awesome. But I really thought that both Felix and Berrettini played some really, really great tennis. And I think it just came down to nerves. And, 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 again, we all know – Felix kind of has his issues with his game when he gets nervous. And to me, that, that again, not stepping up during the critical junctures of a match. And in my opinion, Felix actually, I feel like he, he played slightly better than Berrettini in that match, in my opinion. Um, but Berrettini was just good at stepping up and 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 getting the right point because didn't he have something like 15 or, or some break point opportunities didn't felix felix had a, a, uh-huh. a, a ton of yep. i mean and and <laughs> i don't mean to be mean but apparently that's why he and roger federer have the same birthday anyway oh <laughs> that's wrong <laughs> roger i love we you. not we, we're not gonna get on roger today this roger, is about I, faa I, and finally, <laughs> yeah yeah we 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 will stick with faa but I really, really thought he played a great match, and as did Berrettini. Berrettini had the crowd against him because, of course, everybody was cheering for Felix. I, I just really thought it was a good match. But again, critical point, 
Team Europe got it done. Right. What, what, what about you, bro? I, I agree. And and you know what? And one of the things that I, I kind of noticed as a trend across the whole weekend, mm-hmm. didn't like almost in every, basically in every case, the higher ranked player won. So, yeah, I yeah. mean, once yeah. again, this takes us back to when we originally saw the lineups. We're like, all <laughs> right. of them are ranked higher than all of you. Right. right. The lowest right. ranked right. player on Team Europe is ranked higher than the highest ranked player on Team World. Mm-hmm. And that's just the way mm-hmm. it's going to go. But, but, I, but saying that, Bryce, I, I still look at these matches and to me, this is that distinguishing point between being in the mm-hmm. top 10 and not yep. is you've got to yep. be able to get the critical points. And all yep. three of the singles matches had, in my opinion, critical junctures in the match where the p- lower ranked player did not step up or or succumbed to their nerves or to the moment. It, I, it, to me, all three of those matches. Well, like you said. Which is why they were all the lower ranked players. Yeah, exactly. exactly. You know? Yeah. Now, so Team Europe is now up mm-hmm. 2-0. Now, something I want to mm-hmm. mention before we get to the third match. Yeah. Remember, Roger Federer had gone out there and said, y'all, I'm not going to make it to the Labor <laughs> Cup. I hate I'm going to miss it. And who shows up before it starts? Roger Federer. And let me tell you what I thought when I saw that. Okay. I thought the one thing that I felt like Team World kind of had over Team Europe was team cohesion. Right? And because we know about all the drama that's on Team Europe, Mm -hmm. and we know how Mm -hmm. all kind of like frat boy like Team World is. Well, you bring Roger Federer in the picture. And all these people, guys on Team Europe who may not necessarily get along with each other, what do they have in common now? They all respect mm-hmm. Roger. That's true. true. And so yep. Roger becomes a unifying factor just merely by his presence. By being there, yep. Of being there. Yep, speak on it. Yep, very true, brother. So, so we move to match number three, mm-hmm. where we have Rublev and Schwarzman. And let me be clear. I was initially surprised that Schwarzman took the first set. I was like... All right. I was like, okay, Schwarzman. You know, <laughs> Diego, Diego came and he was like, listen, I, you know, I, I was in the top 10 before and I, it wasn't by luck that I got there. So I'm right. going to bring that game out to you. And he really played some good, t- I'm, real good tennis, man. Like I said, Labor right. Cup, oh, that, that Labor Cup was awesome. Even with getting drove, it was awesome. Those boys got out there and they played, bro. They, they did. Now, here was the disappointing part for me. Yeah. What in that final set uh match tie break wasn't Diego like up five mm-hmm. one or five He was up. Something yes. like I don't remember the, the, the gap, but yes, he was up. Mm-hmm. And once and again I I remember I think I I went to the kitchen to find a honey bun or something. <laughs> and by the time I came back, it was like eight eight. I was like, wait a minute. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> what 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 happened over here? <laughs> you know? Exactly. Yep. Mm-hmm. I mean, but it's back to what you said. The higher ranked player came through in the clutch. That's right. Clutch. Yeah, that's it. That's an even better word. Clutch. You got to be clutch. Right. If you're going to be in the top 10, especially right now in the ATP, you have got to be clutch. And to me, all of yep. them displayed that 
this weekend, but especially on day one. Okay. So now, mm-hmm. so now Europe is up 3-0. And the match that That's I right. felt all day long that Team World had the advantage of, I felt, was in the Devils. Right? Yes. yes. Yep. And so you had Isner and Shapovalov from Team World against Zverev and Berrettini. And when mm-hmm. Team Europe took the first set 6-4, I was like, wait a minute, we about to have a day one sweep? <laughs> I know, sweep, right? Right? <laughs> we about to have a day one sweep? <laughs> but then, you know, props to, to, to John and Dennis. They fought. They, they got it to a tiebreaker in the second set. They took that tiebreaker convincingly, 7-2. And then even more convincingly, they took mm-hmm. the match tiebreaker in the third, 10-1. Mm-hmm. So let let yeah, okay. So let me be real, <laughs> real clear, because <laughs> you know, you know, I'm not the biggest John Isner fan. Yes. but let me tell you this: John Isner played some damn tennis in that doubles match. Yes, he did. John Isner, he he grabbed a hold of Dennis Shapovalov. He said, "Boy, get up <laughs> on my back, get on my back, because I'm about to drag us to this victory." John Isner played some of the best tennis towards the end of that match that I have ever seen. He was just yeah. swinging, Bryce. And I was, was just sitting there like, you big old tall son of a bitch, you better play. <laughs> you better play. He was like, right. listen, I am not trying to go. I am not trying to be swept today. And I was like, John Isner, I ain't mad at you today. I ain't mad at you. Yeah, I mean, it, it, he, right, he brought it uh, at the back end of that match and, Ooh. you know, ended up pulling that out so that the first day did not end up being a sweep. It ended up being 3-1. But really, as dramatic as that match was, <laughs> it got more right. dramatic after the match. <laughs> <laughs> right? Because... Oh, God, they just got Wait a minute. Woo! Because let me tell you what. Now, y'all know I'm not a fan <laughs> of Mr. Zubera. Hmm. Mm. And people thought he was crazy when he said it initially. But he put no, his I, chest out there and said, told them, this is the last them. point y'all going to win. Hmm. Well, that's it. This is the last point y'all going to win. That's and, it. Y'all ain't going to win no more. And you got McEnroe cussing on the side. You got <laughs> you got uh, Opelka over there calling uh, Zero out guilty. On, on guilty on his damn domestic <laughs> abuse charges. They all salty, right? Because how dare he say something like this? Ain't no way that's right. going to happen. Mm-hmm. Can we go mm-hmm. to day two? Well, let's go on the hold. Let's go on to day two, bro. Let's go on. Okay. Mm-hmm. So day two. So everybody's all, you know, no, he didn't, you know, but <laughs> let's get out here. So we got Cece Paz and we got Kyrgios, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we know their relationship and all that kind of good stuff. So <laughs> Cece Paz, who, now here's the funny thing. You know, one of the things that yeah. Kyrgios always talks about is his record against the top players. He's 2-0 and against Medvedev. He's 2-0 and against Cece Paz. He's 2-0 and against Djokovic. And, and, and now, granted, most of these matches, though, were played a minute ago. And mm-hmm. all of those mm-hmm. players are like different players now. And Cece Paz w- was the first one to say, let me show you how different 
Mm-hmm. I am mm-hmm. from those two times we played you. That was a comp. Look, I'm gonna say two things. I'm gonna turn it over to you. Number one, that was a comprehensive yeah, win by CC Paz. He was in control the entire mm-hmm. time of that match. And number two, right. Kiros is out here hinting retirement and all this kind of stuff. We're gonna retire because when is the last time? <laughs> no, seriously, we we, we always yeah. hype him up based upon his name and the talent and the potential. But when is the last time in any tournament, 250 or otherwise, that Kyrgios was a factor in? Right, right. I think the last time that he really made an impact was when the whole fires were going on right before, at, down in Australia, right before the pandemic hit. So I feel like he, he played good tennis then, um, but that's pretty, pretty much the last time. Of course, we haven't seen him much as well, bro. Um, and here's what I will say, well, and I agree with you 100%. I think that those players' games have improved dramatically since he got his victories. And what you also have to understand is Curios is not at the top of his game either. He ain't played no tennis. Uh-uh. So honestly, well, going into that match, I thought it would be a, 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 an upset, if, a major upset if he did actually win. Because again, he ain't been out there playing, and CC Paz, yeah, yeah, arguably is you know has had his best season, making it to you know his first ever Grand Slam final at the at the French Open. So I I didn't really expect too much out of Nick, um, and we always know that Nick is dramatic, and he's always going to just throw random random stuff out there. So I, what I appreciate about Nick though is in that format though he's such a great team player and he's such a great he coach. Is. I love the fact that he was always in somebody's ear trying to tell them how to, you know, do something. And, and honestly, I feel like that's probably why those matches on the first day and all across the board were so close is because he was really doing a great he – he and Jack Sock, in my opinion, were just the the team. You know, anyway, we're talking about Nick yes. and Nick here. So, so what I will say right. is about Nick's game, I was not surprised by that result. I do think that if Nick were to step away and, and again, get, you know, really focused, I still feel like he has the capability and talent to still be able to beat anybody on the tour on any given day. I really do believe right. that. But it's the whether reason, or not – Oh, sorry. It's, it's, for me, it's really it, – can he put in the work to really to, – to peak? And that's where I question and I'll right. throw it to you, bro. Well, and I, the only reason why I thought that he even had a chance in this match against CC Paz was because mm-hmm. of how much he does love these team events, right? I didn't know if that energy was going to be enough. You know, you take that energy, you put mm-hmm. it with his talent, you know, crazy things can happen, right? But apparently Stefanos was like, right. not that crazy. Right. <laughs> not, <laughs> not that, that crazy, crazy. Exactly. Not that crazy and not this, not now. And, and if John Mac- John McEnroe should have went and got a trash can and set it on fire behind the building, been like, Nick, it's fires out here. It's fires. Come on here and play. So anyway, um, yes, you know, yes. at this point, team uh, Europe is now up five to one. They haven't won another point yet. Mm-hmm. Right. Now you have the verb against Isner, who flashback from the doubles match the day before. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be honest with you. I was surprised it was this close. I thought Zverev was going to come out and be like, uh, okay, you got me in the doubles, but we're on a singles court now. 
and I'm about to wear you out. And John Isner was like, I got more of what I came from last night. I got more of it, bruh. I got more of it. And John Isner walked out there and he was like, I'm about to scare you. Sasha, <laughs> you might put them hands on somebody else, but you ain't gonna put them on me. Uh, <laughs> I'm telling you what, like I said, I I this, like I said, this is a rarity because me and John Isner, I am, I am not that big of a fan. But I'm gonna tell you what, John Isner earned some mad brownie points for for me uh, just at this labor cup because he got out there with his chest out and was like, "Ain't nobody scared of you," and I'm about no. to, I'm about to bring it. And honestly, Bryce, that was yet another incredible match. And to me, Riley Opelka should have been sitting there with his little notepad and his pencil. <laughs> trying to be like, oh, this is how you play seven-foot tennis. Oh, I got it. Because to me, Isner went out there, and he was just like, I'm just going to swing. I'm going to swing. And eventually, they're going to go in. And the majority of them did. Yeah. And honestly, but at the end of the day, <laughs> what, right. what did we say? Right. Clutch. clutch. Top right. 10 equals clutch. And Zverev was like, regardless of all this that you're throwing at me, I'm going to get you in this tiebreaker. And he was just, and I feel like John got just a wee bit nervous, just a wee bit towards the end of that. Uh, toward, in yeah. that I really do. I think he got nervous and Zvera was like, nah, bro, I'm, I'm not going to win. I, I'm already no. put my chest out. I'm already right. said y'all ain't going to get a point. And I meant that. So here you go. <laughs> right. I mean, right? I, I, hey, exactly. I, I, I can't be mad at Sasha because, I, well, I can. But at the same time, he, he stepped up and he meant what he said. And, and he was just he like, did. anybody scared of y'all? Right. And so at this point now, Europe is up seven to one. Mm-hmm. They still ain't won another point. <laughs> yep. Now, of all the matches... Mm. This next one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my love goodness. I remember them. I love him. Let me tell you what. <laughs> I've been mentioning to people recently. I said, you know, haven't you seen people in the past where they have a breakthrough result and you feel like, okay, they about to go on a roll? I mean, the the play the confidence, the, like, it feels like yeah. every, like, they have hit where they need to be. That's where I feel right. Medvedev is right now. I feel like Medvedev mm-hmm. feels like, and especially on a hard court, he's the best. Exactly. He's the best. He's the best. And I think he knows that in his head because yes. he beat Djokovic and has him a grand slam. And he did it all in, in straight, in straight sets. sets. Did it all in one scoop. That is major confidence. Major confidence. Yes. He ain't scared of nobody right now. Mm. And and he was like, John McEnroe, Dennis, did not give you any love <laughs> for putting you up against me. I don't know what he <laughs> thought was going to happen. I don't know. But right? I saw you in that doubles match last night. <laughs> you won particularly that gave Sasha the courage to make that comment. Right? Come on. And, Come on. And if I'm not mistaken, wasn't that the only trip to the bakery? Hmm, that was the only trip to the bakery. And it was a solid trip too, Bryce. It wasn't, you know, because sometimes, you know, Hope Biscuit, you know, you know, but no, he, he went to the bread stove. It was it was an everything bagel because <laughs> everything he, because he started that run <laughs> at four all in the first set. So he really won eight games in a row. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and and just looked so comfortable doing it too. <laughs> just like 
He he look. Right. You know how players look like when they in exhibition mode when they be playing exhibitions. Uh, right, right. He was in exhibition mode. But Bryce, talk talk about the match point though. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Ice Cube said it best when he said, "Ain't nothing to it. Put your back into it. Put your back into it, bro." He he put so much back into that forehand <laughs> that he fell on the ground. He fell on his butt. He fell on the ground, bro. Fell on the ground and, and won the point. And won the point. And then walked up to the net and was smirking and laughing because he was like, "This I put the things on you. <laughs> <laughs> you are not ready. You should go okay. and smack John McEnroe, like you said, for putting for putting you in this position to go up against me on the hard court." He was like, "You are you are no Layla Fernandez. You are uh uh-uh. uh ain't no upset. No number two, three, and five up in here. No, no. <laughs> you know. So anyway, we like Dennis, Ooh. so we we not gonna stay on. Yeah, that we're point. not gonna bag on him too long. But I tell you what, props to Daniil Medvedev, though, bro. I am I am such a big fan of his right now. Me too. It's ridiculous. It really. Me is. too. <laughs> so okay, so now we uh." Nine one, yes. All right. Mm. So then, once okay, so we down to the doubles again, right? And we got big swinging John Isner back in the doubles. Makes sense, right? Because he clowned the day before. Yeah, well, but 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 did you hear what happened though? I did hear what happened. So you want to share it? Mm-hmm. Or, no, or me? Go and put okay. it out there. Go ahead. So y'all, um, there was this thought, right? That okay, stuff's getting kind of tight. For for Team World, and mm-hmm. so this is a time when, as a coach, and we love John McEnroe, but you know, as a coach, sometimes this is when you have to make those hard decisions. And so, mm-hmm. if you remember, Team World as their alternate had yes. Jack Sock, right? Who yes, a lot did. of people consider is really like the best doubles player in the world. You know, I mean, everybody doesn't yes. agree to that, but yes. I think everybody would have to say he's top five. You know, mm-hmm. he got great right. So and, and gold medal and stuff, right? So it, it, and you. he's got thank like the best record, right, for Labor Cup for Team World. You yes, know, so it's like yes, okay, all right. So maybe in this doubles match, it makes sense for us to put and you know sock in, and so I think the thought was sock would play with Kyrgios, right, against Rublev and Sissipas, right. Well, this is what I believe happened because Nick Monroe was texting with Jack Sock on the side. I think Monroe actually did go to Isner and say, okay, you had a tough singles match. This doubles match is on the line. You know, how do you feel if maybe I put Jack in? And apparently Isner's response was... No. And, and 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 John, you know, once again, Isner has been a stalwart for Team World and and you know, he came through um the the night before in doubles and really he played much better against Zerb than I thought he would have played. Uh and so I think John let that go. Mm-hmm. Um and as good as John is and as good as John played the day before I think I still would have made the call. John, you know, John, if it would just have been mad at me that night, 
Right. Well, see, and and here's and, and so maybe I got confused because here's how I thought it came down. And either way, I mean, it's because I, I I saw I saw that you know Nick Monroe was talking about he was texting with Jack Sock. I thought that it I thought that Jack had been I thought it was supposed to be Jack and Nick that were going to play. And I thought that I heard that John Isner was the one was that was like, no, nah, put me in, coach, put me in. And that John McEnroe then ended up sitting sock down to put in John but, Isner. But see, here's the thing, though. For him to put in sock as an alternate, see, he, can't, he mm-hmm. couldn't start with him as an alternate, right? So he had oh, to sit, right? No, because okay. he... Oh, okay. he can only go in if he sits somebody else down. So, so ah, Isner was already okay. in the yeah. lineup. Gotcha. Right. Gotcha. So he had to sit one of the two of them down. Now there was the thought, and I, you know, some other people were talking. Well, okay, if John wants to play, then put John with Sock. I was about to say with Sock. I would have sat Nick's ass down. Right. Quiet. Because Sock and and John have won together on in, in Labor He's- Cup. Exactly. So, but uh, I don't, I think John, you know, we know John is a huge Kyrios fan. And I think John had it locked in his mind that Kyrios was playing. So it was either going to be Sock or Isner. And when Isner, like you said, put his foot down, was Mm -hmm. like, no. He's like, no, put me in coach. It's me. And and rightfully so, because again, he was right on the cusp of beating Sasha in that singles match. So you know he was feeling himself pretty much. Right. Well, yeah. I tell you what, they they came out, and at first it seemed like it was the right decision because they took that first set yep. and a tiebreaker, especially yep. after having been down, I think, a break in, in the first set. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. I, you know, I don't know how many people know, you know, Rublev and Zarev have been good friends since they were kids. And right. I think Rublev right. was like, didn't my boy say... Y'all weren't gonna win another point. Right. Don't act like he ain't on the court. He ain't got no reinforcements out here. And Rublev started taking like Karatsev type target practice. Right, right. Quietly, bro. He probably heard Nick Curios when he put that when he said he was like, he got the worst hands. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Ooh, Nick, y'all are throwing some shots." I mean, yeah. shots, but so he may have heard that and took some offense to that as well, and was like, "Okay, you don't think I got hands? Well, I sure got power, <laughs> <laughs> and I got a gold medal in mixed doubles." See, come on now, listen. Yeah, yeah. Rublev was like he he to me was the one like like we talked about, you know, folks stepping up. He stepped up in that doubles match, and he was just like, "Nah, y'all." I, no, not today. So, at this point, we are 11-1. Now, mm. we need to revisit the conversation we just had. Because although I kind of right. felt like, you know what, they should have put Jack Sock in that match, and you can kind of go back and forth, and you can see why they went there. Okay, cool. Now we're talking about yeah. doubles is the first match up on, on, on uh, Sunday. And if you do not win that doubles match, Mm -hmm. you're done. You have to win that doubles match to give yourself a chance for the rest of the day. First of all, you got to win all the matches. That probably ain't going to happen anyway, but you got to take it one match at a time. 
And when Correct. and I knew the night Correct. before they were going to put the regular lineup, so I said, "Okay, Rublev and Zverev, you got the boys playing together. That's cool." And I was like, "Opelka, Sh- mm-hmm. Shapovalov, mm-hmm. they just put any two names out there. They didn't care because what they going to do is in the morning there's going to be a substitution. They going to sit Riley Opelka's butt down, Correct. and they're going to put in <laughs> maybe it's right. going to be Sock and Shapovalov or Sock and whoever, mm-hmm. right?" Or whoever, right? Exactly. And right. when they did not change the lineup, I was like, "Well, go to, to me." They was conceded. That, that, that's the way I felt. I felt like it was a concession mm-hmm. at that point. Which, to me, at that point, I know we've been talking a lot about the players not coming through. To me, that's where the coach didn't come through. Yeah, agree, a hundred percent agree. Yep. I think John gave up at that point. Yeah, John was just trying to get on the plane and get up out of there because he, <laughs> he was like, I'm done. there's no way that Sasha put his chest out <laughs> like that and told y'all, y'all not, you. y'all not going to win another point. Hmm. Yeah. And, 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 and meant it. <laughs> and meant it. <laughs> and then they came out there, Rublev is their first day, tough to, no, I forgot. So they did go back to the bakery. So, yeah, they did. Gave yeah, them a whole, right. gave them a whole right. biscuit. Gave them a whole biscuit. I thought they were going to run through. I gave Shapovalov mm-hmm. and, and Opelka props for pulling out that second set, but oh, right. Mm. <laughs> Once again, what what do we say? Clutch. What do we say? Clutch, because they got the tiebreaker. They have the momentum. They, they it, going into it, and what happened? They just they just again those nerves kind of crept in just that little bit. And both uh, Rublev and Zverev was like, mm-hmm, we didn't put our chest out there. So, you know, clutch. We both in the top 10. Clutch. So, Labor Cup 2021 over. Team Europe wins 14-1. to 1. Team <laughs> World does not win another point after Sasha Zverev puts his chest out there and says, no. <laughs> no. No. That's right. No. <laughs> no. No more. <laughs> I'm speaking for me and my whole team. Right? Oh, no. Man. No. <laughs> you you got you got hey man, you gotta give him mad props for that. Cause he, he stepped out there and said it. And let them hear it. Let they let let them hear it. So I need to go back to an original decision that was made with this labor cup, right? Okay. And yes. that is the thought that Russia was a part of Team Europe. I don't know if you heard when Brett Haber said, you know, because shout out Brett Haber, you know, I, I he was one of the first ones that was like, you know what? I kind of was scratching my head because I thought, you know, Team Russia, I mean, Russia was going to be on Asia. So he said, I had to do a little research. And when he said geographically, landmass wise, 77% of Russia is in Asia. Mm-hmm. Now he said, granted, you know, you got you know some of the major cities that are on the Europe side, but 77% of your land is in Asia. Right. Now, so put that data point in your back pocket. Then you look at the balancing of the teams. And you're like, if we have a country that can go either way for the sake of the tournament, 
why would you not put them on Team World? Yeah, I agree. I agree. Now, I heard a rumor, and I don't know that this is okay. true, so nobody go run and be like, brothers on tennis said. <laughs> I heard from somebody who heard from somebody else that heard. That heard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. That uh, Medvedev and Rublev, who are from, I guess, the Moscow region, which I think is considered on the Europe side, have basically demanded that they be on Team Europe. I I don't know if that's true or not. I, I really don't. So don't put any stock into that. But I don't know if that was a pressure point for the Labor Cup organization or mm-hmm. not. Um, I don't know if they wanted to be tied closer mm-hmm. to the European heritage side of things or or not. Um, Mm -hmm. but just like in terms of trying to have the best event that you can possibly have, that was not the right decision. No, no, because at least the third day you would have still had a lot of, uh, you know, really good matches. I think that, you know, I, I, I don't know how they did from a ticket ticketing standpoint. Um, but I definitely think that it would have been better had, you know, had the, the the two Russian players been on Team World, um, it was yeah. I, I I agree with you. I just think that it would have made for a better, more competitive uh, event. Well, I saw somebody on social media once they came out with the lineups. Lineups, they said they wanted a refund. Wow, I I, I kind of get that. I mean, haven't seen the matches. The I matches were good. The value. Yeah. The matches were really, really. The matches good. were good. I, yeah, I, I still feel like this was and just like again, Labor Cup, the format, everything is just outstanding. Right. Um. But but I do agree though. When you initially look at the names, you would be like, mm, I don't know if I want to pay this this ticket price because them tickets ain't cheap. Nope. As as we you know we did some research y'all and yep. yeah it ain't, they ain't cheap so I, no. I I definitely understand how someone would be like yo give me my give me my refund right mm-hmm. and the the other thing uh, about you know all of this is that and this speaks to the format of the labor cup which I love you can get literally swept the first two days. And still have a chance mm-hmm. to win yep. on day yep. three based upon the increasing point value for each match. So I think that as a mm-hmm. format thing is an absolute winner because you were as badly as yeah. Team World was getting spanked. As badly mm-hmm. as folks they was out there putting chance. predictions in their chest out. Right. <laughs> there was still an opportunity for Team World to win, even though we knew that wasn't going to happen because they had already lined up Zerif, Medvedev, and Sissipas. <laughs> you know, exactly. they was like, it was like, if you won't win, you're gonna do it. You're gonna have to do big things. And here's the other thing that I loved. I love the fact that they put Zverev in that doubles match because he's the one to put his chest yeah. out there. Exactly. And so exactly. he was the one to make it, you know, who could make it, you know, happen. Mm-hmm. And he did. And he would have been the first singles match too after that doubles match if he had lost. Exactly. Yeah. So they was putting it on his back regardless. And he's had that experience of, of you know, taking the winning point for Team Europe. So, yeah, he, he you know, he's been in that position before. And that's the other thing. There were a lot of people there that hadn't played 
Labor Cup. So right. it was very new to them. But yeah, Sasha's old head. So yeah, that's kind of why he stepped out there and put his chest out there strong. It was like, I, I've been here, done that. Ain't my scared of you. So in closing, Isaac, because we're coming up here on toward the end of our time for this episode, yes. give me your final thoughts on the 2021 Labor Cup. So I personally thought it was a very, very successful event. I, I, I enjoyed every single match that I watched. It was disappointing that we only had one, you know, match that was competitive, of course, on the third day. But if like that to have been, you know, taken out a little bit further. But overall, I thought the matchups were great. And again, I thought that, you know, basically what it came down to was, again, top 10 players are clutch. And that's why they are in the top 10. Those other guys, ain't nothing wrong with them. On any given day, they can play incredible tennis. But they right. got to figure out how to be clutch in those moments if they really, really want to, to, to get in the top 10 with those other guys. So that's just my take on it, bro. What about you? What, what's your... What's your take walking away from 2021 Hotman Cup? I still didn't, I still enjoyed it because I think the format is so unique and different and it makes it exciting. I still think it's by far, for me, the most exciting tennis event of the year. Um, and, you know, we've definitely had our conversations about how great would uh, maybe a Gibson Cup look like. We can't name it Billie Jean King because she already got the National Tennis Center and a Fed Cup. Yeah, so let's give it to somebody else. Let's give it to Althea Gibson. Give it to Althea Gibson. And I think it – and and we have heard that there are talks about this, so hopefully, Mm -hmm. you know, this comes about in the next couple of years. But um, I will say this. I absolutely agree that I feel like the individual matches that happened – were much better than what the final result looked like. If you looked at this and you saw 14-1, you're like, oh, they just got drove. But the individual matches were actually very, very good. It's just that you felt kind of, in the end, you kind of knew who was going to win. You know? So I really do think they need to revisit that Russia decision because otherwise it's going to probably look a lot like this for several years to come. Yeah, going forward, exactly, until, you know, other young guy, guns kind of sh- – because where would Sinner end up? He would be Europe. Oh, yeah, he'd be Europe because he's – That's what I'm that's saying. Like, as is Musetti. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, that's what I'm saying. Even the, the people coming up are <laughs> Team Europe. Right. Team, yeah, who Team yeah. World got coming up? Quarter. <laughs> okay, you know it's time to end this show. So, <laughs> right. So, everyone, for those of you that can, we got more stuff to talk about. Uh, join us on the Instagram Live uh, here in a few minutes. Um, but this, you know, Labor Cup was great. Again, congratulations to Team Europe. They will be in London next year, where I'm sure the ticket prices will be more than a flight over there. Uh, will cost you, but um, hoping they make some structural <laughs> changes so that it'll be more competitive uh, next year. So, absolutely, and shout out Brandon. Yes, Brooksby is definitely the, another potential one for sure. He is, and he'd get drove too. So, <laughs> everyone, on behalf of the podcast, thanks for listening. This has been your boy Bryce, and this is your boy. And Isaac. we are brothers on tennis. Everyone, be good out there.